Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, competitors, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Balance showcases his blending into a crowd. Raoul gets recognition as Otana leads a friend through the darkness. Within the catacombs of the temple, our brave adventurers find the elusive fourfold. With information that Casus fights to be at the foot of the Dusk Plateau Mountains, the team differ on how best to ensnare Justin. Can our heroes get over their differences? Will the fight bring Justin into the open? And can Raoul defeat the Half-Orc? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. Last we'd left it, the one-eyed guy with grey hair, black streaks, was making his way towards the edge of the ring. Balance, you notice he's pulled a blade, and he is now at the edge of the ring as Raoul and the half-orc begin to engage. What do you guys want to do? Mental link, I am pointing him out to Raoul and Zoltana being like, he's right there. Be careful, he has a weapon. Cool. Gotcha. Raoul suddenly stops and starts... Focusing on his breathing. And uh, then kind of quickly just focuses more on the fight. Okay. Sultana, do you want to run interference or should I? Interference in what way? Go into the dude or go... The one-armed guy, just go over there and start distracting him, talking to him, being ready so that if he tries to do anything... Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm good at distracting. You saw me hyping up Raul, right? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) As Raul... As Raul prepares himself for this fight that's coming, trying to wrench his mind away from the person standing off to one side of him, you guys hear the man shout, You! And you see him raise the blade. You see everyone else around kind of like stop a moment and give a random look at him. It's like, is he just shouting normally? And he steps across the rope into the ring. And Raoul, you see the half-orc mid-swing just kind of like stop and look because give you a look like, yeah, this isn't right. He points the blade at Raoul and he shouts again, You murdered my son! And you guys can hear a pin drop in this arena. Your son knew the risks the same as everyone. You could have stopped. I was there. I saw it. You murdered him under the guise of this place. And your son did the same many times over. My son was rough, but he was no murderer. Everyone knew the risks. At this point, 
you can all see that some of the fighters that you've seen this evening, a couple of the guys you would assume to be normal fighters, whisper amongst themselves, Raoul, you know that they're getting ready to run interference to begin to move everyone around. Balance and Sultana, you are vaguely aware of this, but you don't necessarily know what it signifies. Got it. Okay. So tell me, what have you done in retaliation? <laughs> oh, I thought about it many times over, Dragonborn. I thought many times about finding you in your sleep, gutting you, taking your heart from you. Just the way you broke mine. Maybe you should have. I'm more interested in what you did instead of that. At this point, you can see that some of the other fighters, the the two, uh, the two humanoids who tapped out at the same time, they've they've stepped into the ring as well, and they're about to put their arms around Justin to take him away. You see a couple of the other fighters moving towards Ra. I didn't do anything. Nothing. Can I insight that? Of course you can. You may also do the same. Ooh, yeah, I still have there. the uh, the aura reading up. Uh, 23. Continue with your insights. 15 for me. 12. On a 12, maybe he did. On a 15, he probably did something. Well, I don't know. This guy doesn't look like he could... He seems to be more talk than anything. Um, on a 23, you're fairly certain he hadn't done anything. He definitely planned it. And right now, he would definitely go for you, given enough provocation. Well, just gives him a concerned look. Could we meet and talk after? I am not talking to the murderer of my son. Then leave. I will make you pay. I will gut you. I will find you. And the two humans that fought previously basically now grabbed hold of him. They're kind of like dragging him through the audience. Yes, balance. I want to use an ability on him. Sure. I would like to use exacting query. Sure. So... Uh, let me click the thing, and then I will read it out. As an action, I can target one creature. I can communicate with via telepathy. The target must make an intelligence saving throw. On a failed save, the target truthfully answers one question. I ask it via telepathy. On a successful save, the target is unaffected, and I can't use the ability on it again until I finish a long rest. Creature is immune to this ability if it is immune to being charmed. <laughs> He's not immune to being charmed. <laughs> All right. 14. 15's a DC, so he fails. Sure. So I ask him via telepathy, did you have something to do with the murder of his wife, of the gold dragonborn? And since he can't communicate telepathically, I assume this is something he has to shout out loud, right? Because we said that my telepathy is one way. Yes, but also the wording does state via telepathy. However, fuck this guy. Um, and you hear him shout, No, but I really wish I had. And he's sort of like, you see him shake his head as the, the, he's struggling against the thing and he, he looks up at Ra and he says, Your golden dragon is dead. <laughs> now you get to feel how I felt. Oh, I wish I had something to do with it. Um, okay. I am... How far away is he? <laughs> Let's say 25 foot. Yes, balance. Another question. Does mm-hmm. he seem surprised at the mention of her being dead? Like, does this seem like news to him? Yeah, it's news. Ra. I'm punching him. I'm running and I'm laying into him. Uh, he is currently being held, so I'm going to take that as an automatic yes. Okay. Damage if you like. Or you can just tell me what bone you want to break. 
Um, yeah, Raul just gives him like three good punches, like a couple to the ribs and then just one straight in his face. And, um, and then kind of catches himself physically kind of, uh, physically kind of stumbles a little bit from being worked up. Um, Mm -hmm. and he stops to catch his breath, but otherwise he would have probably kept going. He just has to, he he basically has to stop. Um, as you dive forward, uh, nobody's going to be able to stop you. You lay three good punches into this guy. Um, you feel the cracking of a rib, a cracking of another rib, and you give him a square punch straight to the face, I assume, and you feel the cracking of a nose bone. You hear him scream out in pain. You feel the see the two people dragging him away quicker, and the crowd circles around you. They are very, very close to you. They're holding you in place. They are pressing their advantage of numbers and stopping you from moving. Yeah, he won't fight it after a second. I would very much like you to make a con save. Six. Your choice, damage or passing out? Damage. Roll a d6. Five. You take five damage. Okay. As you feel your blood begin to eat away at your body. Sultana Balance, you see that this human male is bloody beaten. You see his knife has dropped. You see the two humans grabbing him and essentially not being too kind with how they take him up the stairs. You hear clunk, 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 clunk. You hear gratifying sounds of pain. (laughs) Uh, Balance is going to say in the mental ink, it wasn't him. He's definitely telling the truth. That was me asking him a question when he shouted no. I'm convinced as well. Rawl is going to uh, be very passive and kind of put his hands up as everyone's kind of like getting more intense and uh, just try to calm the situation down. All right, guys, all right, guys. So we've got nothing going on right now, but we just take a moment, we throw out the dragon ball, we throw the other guy out, let's uh, pretend all these bets never happen. Everyone take their stuff and go home because basically, but we don't want any of this trouble daily. We do not want them on us because they will fuck us all over and then we're all going to lose hands or feet or eyes. So let's not fuck about with this. Just chuck him out. You, 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 you dwarf. Lady was uh, bigging him up. Uh, Me. Yeah, you. I tell you what, if you swear he never comes back in here, we'll let you go without any problem. If you come back in here, we're kicking the shit out of both of you. How about that? Sounds like a, uh, oh God. She Yeah, she goes into Dorvish without yeah. thinking. And she goes, sounds like a deal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not be having any of that fancy language here. Uh, sorry. Uh, it sounds like a deal. All right, fair enough. All right, guys, let him go. If he starts anything now, though, you're both going down. You get it? You'll get, right, you got go. it. Come on, guys. We're out. Trying to figure and out she, who the fuck uh, money belongs to. She's, she stumbles over, exaggeratedly stumbles. Like, she's, <laughs> she's not actually super drunk. She's tipsy. And it's yeah. throwing off a little bit with the shock. As Raul passes the half-orc uh, that he was going to fight, he just kind of gives him a look and nods, says, sorry, and keeps going. The half orc gives you a nod of passing respect. Um, cool. He seems to be a little bit more aware of the situation and what's going on. Just yeah, doesn't exactly shoo you away, but you know, he's not welcoming. Yeah, we're all good okay. with the fighter respect. He, he would yeah. definitely be very sincere about that. So that's cool. Yeah, cool. All right, so Zoltana and Raul, you are leaving. Mm-hmm. Balance, are you going with? Are you hanging about? What are you up to, my man? Uh, I'm going to find the bookie, get my gold back, and then I will probably leave uh, shortly thereafter. Okay. Uh, the bookie hands you back over your 25 gold without so much of a qualm. This, uh, You see from the way that he handled things and the way that things are going down, the very orderly manner in which money is being returned to people, this is probably not the first time some weird shit like this has gone down. Yeah, it was a shame, but oh well, maybe next time, eh? Yeah, 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 man, uh, don't be a stranger. I mean, we'll always take your gold. Hey, if I'm ever passing through again, count me in. All right. I'll uh, save, a, save a ticket for you. And with that, you get your money back, and you guys return to the surface. 
what are you three doing now? It is approximately, let's say, 10 at night, a couple of hours before midnight. Return to the lodge. Zoltana's going to go to the rooms that she's supposed that she's supposed to have. Uh, she's going to turn to the guys and she's going to go, all right, listen, you guys go back to the lodge. Come get me from here tomorrow morning and we'll go and I'll, I'll meet you guys back at the lodge tomorrow morning. But I told them I was staying here tonight and I don't want to be suspicious. That's fine. Be careful. All right. Sure. Okay. Uh, Zoltana, you return back into uh, to the, the quarters of Tyr. Mm-hmm. You see that there is a bed put aside for you. Uh, you see Sister Jess just give you a small nod as if she knows. But you pass the evening relatively without too much problem. I like to think me and Sister Jess are just kind of like sitting there doing our own things, like sharpening knives or whatever, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> kind of gla- glancing over at each other and like kind of mutual mutual respect nodding at each other every once in a while. <laughs> giving each other like qu- inquisitive glares because we kind of both want to know a little bit more about each other, but not say actually saying anything and just passing the night in relative quiet. But Inquisitive glares? Oh. Now I'm doing it and I hate you for it. At least you're not exhaustively rolling your eyes or rolling your eyes, so we'll take it. Um, of course. <laughs> or opening doors. Zoltana rolls her eyes. Rolling one's eyes is beneath me. Sure. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, you pass a relatively interesting evening, uh, not exactly alone, but uh, sharing time, silent time with Sister Jess. Okay, back at the lodge. Yep. Where are you two going? Where are you two heading to? Ross probably just following balance. He's a little bit, I wouldn't say deep in thought, but deep in trying not to think. Balance <laughs> he is very much meditate. deep in thought. <laughs> Ross trying to turn off, you know, his uh, thinking, his focus on anything that's going on because it's been a busy day. Rawls trying to lower the processing speed of his mind, and Balance is like, crank that shit up, overclock it, let's go. As you as you both re-enter the lodge, um, you kind of look around. You weren't exactly given sleeping quarters, but nope. they're not difficult to find. Um, I assume this is where you two are heading, or are you heading somewhere specifically? The lodge. Yeah, no, trying to find, like, the lodge. resting. I assume you're now in the lodge. Um... <laughs> Yeah, play, probably a place to rest would be a good idea. Okay. As you guys head towards where you kind of like, you know, looking around, you can see the odd sign here, then like pointing towards like, you know, like armory, pointing towards like, you know, official business, yada, yada. You see all these various signs for different things. You see the one for, for quarters. As you make your way over there, I want you both to make perception checks for me. Perception. 17. 10. On a 10... You don't notice, but on a 17, you notice that there is a small humanoid figure that seems to be stalking you from the shadows. Do I get any good glimpses of it? or On a 17, yeah, there's uh, pigtails involved. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Their faces right now is a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Balance just... <laughs> gives like a, a slight smile and turns around and just says, that wasn't that bad, but you're going to have to do better next time. What are you talking about? Hi. Oh. Well, um, you're slipping. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be sneaky. Well, that was pretty good. You fooled her all. Mm. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> yeah, but he seems very sad. <laughs> that is true. I thought she was about to say he seems stupid. No, no. she's adorable. This is also true. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. He seems very sad. So I don't think he should be held up fort for me having snuck up on him. (laughs) What are you doing up so late? Where's where's your father? Um, Daddy's having some conversations with the uh, the big scary half orc guy. And and the crazy like well and Demi. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you know where it actually? It might be a good idea if we go speak to them as well. Uh, she says, "Yeah, I've been keeping tabs on them. That's how I knew that you were coming. I could see you through the one of the windows. I'm like, oh, better hide." Um, 
they're at they're in the big scary dude's office where you guys were where we went first of all. Hmm. Yeah. What are you two doing up so late? It's past your bedtime too. Balance looks at Rawl and raises an eyebrow, half of a smile. Uh we were just wrapping up business. Come on. We can wrap that up and get off to bed like you should be. And he'll like kind of lean over and offer to pick her up, kind of hold his arms out. Uh, she holds her arms out up to you as well. And you notice that she's beginning to yawn like very, very heavily. Yeah, he'll pick her up and like kind of hold her over his shoulder. And uh, we'll walk to the office. Okay. You guys walk to the office. Um, take a perception check as you're making your way there. It's, sorry. Take a perception check as you're kind of like literally just outside the office to hear what's going on. Ten. Six. <laughs> you guys don't hear anything significant. You hear the talking of, um, well, you recognize the, the heavy kind of growly presence of Damas. You have the overexcitable of Demi. You can hear Kythea's soft voice and you hear Caden's uh, slight stutter. But the exact words, that conversation, nothing. That's fine. Make our way in. Probably a knock at the door first. As you knock at the door, you just hear like a, uh, it's okay, I've got it. Um, and Kythea comes and opens the door. As she sees you there, she smiles broadly at balance and then looks across to Talis, who is now nestled in against the side of Raoul's neck and sort of asleep. Oh. Hmm. Uh, uh, come in, come in. Where's, where's Sultana? Um, bit of a story that, but uh, she's fine. She's at the temple. It's a uh, well. You see, Caden close his eyes. You've seen him do this before. He's focusing and just nods to himself, and he looks back up at you. She's fine. We're all fine. So, what happened then? Come on, sit down here. And uh, Caden puts his arms out for Taylor's. Raw hands, uh, hands over Taylor's. Right, well, um, Rawl, would you like to tell the story, or should I? Um, we made it, found the Farfold. You did? But where is it? Um, I'm not sure I should say. It's, you know, one of those things you don't talk about. Business is done there. Make a persuasion roll. Fifteen. He... Raises a hand, just nods. On this one occasion, fine. So what do you find out? Kesa is apparently going to be fighting. Tournament is in a month. It is beneath the dusk's plateau. You see a look shared between the three Discorans. Kythea doesn't seem to understand the significance. That is uh, two sources from two very different fourfolds that both claim that there is a competition and that Kesa is going to be there. So, If anyone's going to know the location of the Emma, and if it is the one that Demi thinks it is, and she's going to know where it is, or she's going to have it. That is the assumption, anyways. Is there something that we should know? Um... Well, the thing is, what with it being the Dusk Plateau and it being, you know, directly below, you know, uh, the seat of the uh, seat of the Dusk, then there's a slight problem with the fact that you might need to go deal with this, but you can't really go deal with it because you are who you were. They're going to end very, very badly. But the thing is, we need you to go get it because I can't go there either because I will be spotted instantly for who I am. My brother can't go because he's definitely going to spotted for who I am because we are, you know, like the head of the Witches Society and head of the Lodge. So there's no way that we can actually go. And then you see Damas put a hand on her shoulder and she just almost immediately quiets. Balance, what do you have active at the moment? Um, I think I had my aura sight from before. Probably wouldn't have changed off of it. Take an insight check for me. Sure. 17. You see that her aura is 
it's nervous and concerned and hyperactive as normal. It's much calmer than it was last time you checked. Much, much calmer. It's much more stable. But you notice as he lays a hand on her shoulder that from the point where he where he touches her, that her aura seems to calm once again, as if from that point, a calmer essence is kind of like overtaking and ordering her aura. Okay. I'll continue. Um, and he says, There's no way that we can go. So the only choice we have left is that we send you or we pack off Kythia and Caden. But if you guys are going to chat, Vok, we don't have time to do both, I don't think. What about the river? No time to be saved there? Is there more teleporting we could do? There's no, there's no answer to this. Demi, like, shuffles away a little bit under her brother's arm and she kind of, like, frees herself again. She says, well, I know that there is a teleport room in Chatvok. I've just never been there before and the trouble is that I can't teleport to something I've never been to before, but I have been to the one near Belligbood. So, I mean, if we get to Chatvok, if I come with you, I can then take you from Chatvok up to Zaspateau. That's an option, but I don't know how quickly your job is going to be done in Chatvok. I don't know how it's going to take for you to close the portal. I mean, the, closing the portal is going to be a really dangerous thing anyway, and there's there's plenty of things that have to be done, and we have to research, and we have to double-check. There's a lot to be done. There's a lot of things we don't know. And I mean, I'm not sure... And hope for the best. I'm not sure how great it would be for me to return home. Exactly, and that's not that's not a great thing. I mean, unless Kythea wants to give you, like, her necklace thing, which is pretty bloody powerful, and I haven't yet to make one like that myself. I mean, I would love to, but I haven't yet. But I don't think you would want her as she's naturally around here. And you see Kythea just shake her head. I think that would provoke a much, much bigger war. Agreed. I think that both of these things are important enough. We should try to take care of Shatvok first, go there. And if we can get there in time to meet Kesa, fine. And if we miss her, then I can try again. I don't know. I I can ask around, but uh, there are two pretty important things in Shatvok. Two? What do you mean, two? Uh, the portal. And then uh, a personal thing for friend. Uh, you see Demi look at Dan. It's like, see, it's all arranged. We said if it was on the way, we're going to do things for her. And, you know, you know all about it. So we're going to go do things for her. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We're going to, we'll, we'll organize it. It's no problem. We got this. We have this. Don't worry. It's going to be all the control. And you see him just like frown a little bit at her and just like, not unconvinced. All right. Okay, then. What we're going to do is send Caden and your Kythia up to where Kesa will be. Send them on the best of horses. So hopefully they'll get there in time and at least we'll have boots on the ground to figure out what's going on if you can't get there in time. You guys go to Chatvok. Take Demi with you. And if your business wraps up on time, she might be able to get you there. Hopefully within the time. We got two shots at dealing with the relic then, yeah? We need it. And for all accounts, it's for your, what is it, brain friend. Right. Well, let's see what we can do then. I managed to get the boats arranged to be ready for you between sunup and midday. If you've got anything to wrap up, anyone you want to say goodbye to, I suggest you do it now. I don't think there's anything left to do here for us. Caden and Kythea, what are your, what's your plan? They look at one another and Caden looks up. I, I, I don't have, have a plan yet other than we just have, have to, to get there. Do you have a piece of paper? Yeah, sure, sure. And yeah. they look around and they grab a, you know, the, the back of, of essentially, essentially the back of an envelope uh, from one of Damas's stuff. He draws the symbol of the fourfold on the piece of paper. And uh, wouldn't Caden already know it? He would. Well, he recognizes the symbol straight out. Caden, uh, if you didn't know already, this is the symbol of the fourfold, blah, 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 blah. Um, find this somewhere up there, and at least we found where we need to be. Caden um, 
you can probably talk your way in as if you are going to fight. Meet me, fight. Well, um, you could probably talk your way in. Don't fight. Don't do that. But you I, I, look like you might belong there. Is is what I'm saying? You might be able to get oh, oh, you both in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, and uh, no, 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 no problem. I mean, it's as good good as anything. I can, I can, I can always. I know, I know where you you are. So if I don't think you're gonna be, be able to to make it, I'll I'll see what, what I have to do. We have to we have to have to do it. We we don't don't have a choice. Well, finding the place is kind of half of the half of the struggle. And then uh, Rawl puts the piece of paper in his mouth and lets it sit there for a while, dissolving, so that the paper with the fourfold symbol is gone. Almost everyone gives you a very strange look. Um, what? Even I know what he's ha- doing. What? What? Mm, mm, yeah. Um, yeah. What 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 about Zoltana? What about her? She's obviously going to want to come with us to Shatfak. Uh, uh, okay. Balance looks at uh, Damas. Da- Damas. Damas. Yeah, Damas. Well, Damas. It doesn't matter. Um, he pronounces it Damas. Like literally, when Thirsty Ghost pronounces it, he does it Damas. He can't not. He can't not put the H or the R in there. Right. Whereas Demi was pronounced it Damas because. She pronounces it poshly in Orkish, and he pronounces it in Orkish. And also, they're siblings, so she's probably calling him a dumbass. Yeah, yeah, she probably is calling him a dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> uh, dumbass. Is there? Are you able to spare people that can go with them? I hate for the two of them to travel the length and width of this continent. And quite frankly, I mean, the roads are dangerous. Yeah. I can make sure we get at least two of my guys going with them. And I mean, there's the question of, uh, well, once you get there, how are you planning on getting this hammer from someone who's likely never to part with it? Uh, Kythea looks up and she says, uh, um, my theory is if she has the hammer, she, what little research I've done on Kesa, she, she's, she's at the origin of the lodge. She's at the origin of the fourfold. She must know what this relic does and what it is. We just need to tell her it's time, I'm hoping, or at least persuade her. I mean, there's so much we don't know about what Kaser is. I, uh, If I didn't know any better, I'd, I don't know. There's something, I need to research something before I say it. I'm, I'm not sure. I might know something. Like what? Well, I mean, if you, if, if you have oh, something, like I would maybe know it. It's, it's a religious thing. Oh, well, probably not then. Caden says, "We we could ask Arsal. I mean, she she might not not be be asleep." And Sultana, you kind of get a ping from Caden. Oh God, yo. Um, Kythea wants to to. She she's not sure about something. Um. She w- wants to check something with you. Maybe, maybe you know know about it. All right, and maybe. He, he looks over at Kythea and she says, um, "Um, being that she's as old as she is and she can still bleed, um, maybe she, do you know anything about an avatar?" Sixteen. He, oh shit! No idea what that is. Think it's a really bad James Cameron movie? Yeah, I th- I think they were really offensive to my people. We we're all blue. I'm clearly red. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am proficient in religion. Me too. You can uh, if you're mm, yeah, go on then. If you want, I'm going to still tell you this is a freaking hard check. Fair. In reality, though, Zoltana says, um, you know, "No, I- I'm sorry, I haven't heard of it." What'd you get? Nine. I have a plus seven. You do not know either. I just want to make a hypothetical roll, but I would argue that Raw probably doesn't know. There's a, I rolled no a six. way. Right, it's accurate. Yeah. It's an accurate, uh, accurate spectrum of roles that happened there for our religious knowledge. Yeah, why do you have plus seven to religion? Because I'm proficient, and that's an intelligence uh, ability. Okay, but why did you become choose to be proficient in religion? Because it's a form of education, and balance received much of it. 
Um, being that someone he's supposed to be the leader of his people at some point, religion is a big thing. Right. Fair enough. So he would need to know at least a passing knowledge of it, even if he doesn't know, know it, and even if he doesn't follow it. There are many gods out there. He should know of at least the major core lot. It Fair would be enough. a disrespect to my peoples. Exactly. Um, th- 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 thanks, Sultana. In- anyway. No problem. I need to do some research. Funnily enough, I think the biggest source of research might be at the Temple of the Triad. Um, Caden is keeping a link open to Zoltana, so he's either repeating back what he's hearing or he's rephrasing it for you. Uh, the one here or the one in uh, the dusk? Uh, the one in the dusk. There's, there's a great library at Dusk Plateau as well. Yeah, I mean, if I could get into either that or get into the triad, the temple of the triad itself, I oh would help a lot. You know what? I used to live there. Oh, that that would help. Yeah, what's the? Uh, I would remember this as Zoltana, but I, as Casey, don't know what would be the name to get her in. The name to get her like in. who's the who's in charge? Who's oh, the head of okay. the temple? Um. It would be a an elf, mm-hmm. and his name is Lielda. There's no L e i g h apostrophe d a r Lielda. Lielda. I need to write that shit down because I'm gonna forget otherwise. Uh, Zoltana says you're gonna want to talk to an elf. His name is Lielda. Tell him Zoltana sent you. My name is. Oh, pr- pretty much still good there, as far as I'm aware. Um, okay. I mean, even if I travel with Caden to wherever this fight's going to be, I can c- move on after that. Yeah. I know I know some of the tunnels down there. I can, I can find my way. I, I might have a friend who can help, actually. Okay, well, that's just for the, the temple. Okay. Balance is raising an eyebrow at Kathia. She looks back at him. You're aware of the tunnels? Yeah. Balance, how do you think I got here? I assumed by boat. I, as far as I was aware, the tunnels across the continents had been collapsed. She shakes her head. It's not an easy trip, and it is dangerous. But they're not quite as collapsed as they are. As they once were. It's it's very fragile though. Crossing we lost a couple of people, they they drowned. One of the tunnels collapsed behind us. And she looks genuinely very upset. Balance puts an arm around her. Woohoo. Just like a reassuring like little squeeze. Uh she puts her hand on the arm that's around her, just squeezes back. And you have a friend? Yeah, he's <laughs> My best friend, actually. We spent a lot of time traveling to and fro and making arrangements for me to be here. But enough of all that. We have things to do and we need to get ready. I think Caden and I should leave as soon as possible. Uh, I think Balance inadvertently would have like, or Balance unintentionally like squeezes a little bit tighter on her when she's like, I think we should leave soon. Like just that like, I don't want you to go kind of thing. Yeah, she can tell she says this with a lot of reluctance. Don't need to write any sort of insight on that. Um, at this point, um, Damaz uh, says, I can get my guys ready and then you two can head out. As soon as you two are done, wrap me up. He says that. But he is looking at you and Kythea. And Demi's like, well, well, we better leave everyone to it because, you know, we don't want to interrupt people saying <laughs> goodbye to each other because they're really emotional moments. So rather than having that awkwardness, how about we all leave the room and leave them to it? Okay, Raul, let's go. Come on. Dude, come on. Let's go. Yeah, Raul will get up and come. Caden uh, picks up uh, little Talus and tells uh, Zoltana and just Zoltana, like, <laughs> he drops the details of what he's seen like a proper gossiping child because they both like winding balance up about this. Zoltana, um, Zoltana um, just goes, <laughs> yeah, let me know, uh, let me know uh, 
what are the odds? What do you think? What are the odds on him striking out? Well, we ha- we have to, we, we're going to be, be believing really really soon. I I don't know how long we can keep this this. I, I don't know. Oh, we all have to leave soon. Should I start heading back? No, no, just just cut co- 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 Taylor and, and me. Oh, we, we have to go. Fair enough. Uh, no, I mean, what do you think? What do you think? What are the odds on uh, them actually uh, getting anything accomplished together? Or do you think it's just going to be more pussyfooting? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I hope they. No, look, I, I'm wishing for the. I'm hoping for the, for the best. best for them. I think that uh, between you and me, I think balance needs to get laid. I, 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 I don't. I'm. I, I think he can make her happy. Well, that too. I really like Athea. I'm not just, it, but at the same so, time, so 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 lewd. Um, and with that, we'll fade that conversation out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's assume Listen, you that can't fucking time. like be like, oh, they're like how they're talking about him like gossiping hens and not expect me to say something like that. That's fine. We have we have the one comment that's that's good enough. That's um, all I needed. Yep, that's all we needed to make everyone feel better about that. Because hey, we're all just saying what everyone's thinking, right? Um Okay, so <laughs> our Aiden, face is so good right now. It's so good right now. I love making this awkward. Um, I'm actually stalling because I'm, as I said to Arch before, like I'm really bad at this stuff. So I'm stalling. Nobody else. I'll take the blame on this. Um, so Caden um sorts himself out, grabs everything he needs. Um, you guys see, sorry, Raul, you see Demi and Damas. Um, ordering around people, getting them um, contained. You see that Demi is performing some magics and some items to potentially help them out, you hope. What are you up to, Raul? Are you going straight to bed? Are you staying with Caden? Yeah, Raul will see Caden off. Okay. When it's just the the three of you, Talus is very much sound asleep at this moment. He turns to you and says, "Did did you get get sorted what what you needed did you find I did and he didn't do it Uh, you see him look down he puts a hand on your shoulder I'm I'm sorry Hmm. well thank you one lead down I guess true well let let, let us hope the the next lead is, is, is the right one are you okay? I will be fine. I was just hoping, you know, hoping that that was going to be, I guess, the end of this. I could stop looking. I could, uh, anyways, uh, you guys be safe. We will. I, we, we have to be. And he looks down at, at Taylor's. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. I I I, th- I think so too. She's she's actually way 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 smarter at some of this stuff than I am. <laughs> but barely keep a track of where where she is these days. You put her down, and then poof, one minute, and then then she's gone. She's then behind you the next second. She's getting very very good at, good at this. Well, she's got good people around here to show her how to do things, right? <laughs> you are doing a good job. I, I I wonder wonder sometimes. But she seems to, to be doing well anyway. <laughs> hmm. Good 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 luck, my 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 friend. And he puts a hand out to you. You as well. And he takes the hand and then pulls him into a hug instead of handshake. Because Rawl and Caden don't handshake. No, Not anymore. Handshake. Not outside of prison. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you pull him into it. You pull him into a hug. Uh, Taylor's pulled in as well, and you just feel her little like her little hand, just like uh, sorry, her little head, just like lean on your shoulder for a minute. And she says, <laughs> "I'll see you soon, Mister Dragon." I'll see you soon. Have fun. See all the th- sights and all the things. Tell me about them later. I will. Don't be so sad. <laughs> and she puts her head back on her dad's shoulder. I'm trying. All right. And with that, we go back to Kythea and Balance. Everyone has left the room. It's just yourself and Kythea. Balance just turns to her and just 
looks into her eyes. Are you all right doing this? Well, I came here to stop the apocalypse and to help you. And this is what I have to do. I think my sister might have been smarter and saw things that I didn't. And she looks down, kind of blushing a little bit. Balance puts uh, just one finger under her chin and lifts her head up. I don't want to go. And all the same, I don't want you to go. Uh, This is going to be a very long time that we're going to be apart now. I asked Demi if I could come with. And she said that was fine. But I had hopes that we'd been able to stay together a bit longer. (laughs) Honestly, I, I don't know what to do here. I don't even come from your world. Um, you know what I mean? You're, I don't come from Discord. And I don't want to live a life the rest of my life. I like you, but I'm not sure that this is... <sighs> she takes off the necklace. I don't want to lie to you about who I am. And I don't want to have to stand in front of people and pretend to be someone I'm not. Not for the long term. I, I can't do that. It's I'm going to have to go home. If everything were to go my way, that wouldn't have to happen. Not unless you wanted it to. I don't. But we both have responsibilities. Mine's to my people. Yours is to yours. And it's going to take more than just one tiefling who helped to save the world on Discord to change people's very long-held views that we're demons. I mean, bless his cotton socks, even Caden. And he's a good guy. But, hey, maybe the end of the world will come and we won't have to worry about it. Not while I'm here. And, you know... There's something that my mentor had told me that I think really suits this situation. Even the smallest of pebbles can cause a ripple in the biggest of lakes. Sure, one tiefling and one elf might not be able to immediately change everything. You have to start somewhere, though. There has to be that motion for there to be change. And I'm already... Well, was ready for the mantle of leadership. I think I could take on the burden of trying to bring all peoples together. I may be a bit selfish in that I think I would bring it together mostly for you. You see her smile. She looks up at you and she says, I'm... I have an arranged marriage when I go home. I am... I'm not exactly a princess, but I'm pretty up there, the way it works over there. But if we can make it work, I don't know. I'm up for trying. But uh, we have to face the possibility this may not be a thing. I'm willing to try. I've already defied death. What's defying a few flimsy laws? Some people trying to arrange for people to be together when they may not want to. At that moment, you hear a rap on the door. Yes. I don't mean to cut things short, but stuff's ready to go. A moment longer, please. You see Kythea smile, and she walks towards the door, still holding your hand. I really do have to go, and I better do it now before I can't. A gift then before you go. And Balance is going to, uh, very smooth and deft-like, tug on her hand and pull her into him and then give her a kiss on the lips. She returns it, and that's where we'll end out the episode. (laughs) Oh. 
Hello everyone, Balance here, played by Arch. Well, that was certainly a way to end things. <laughs> it still makes me smile just thinking about it. Well, anyways. <clears throat> Thank you all very much for listening. It is greatly appreciated as always. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at TLDPod. We also have a Discord where we chat with our fans all the time. You can find a link to the Discord on our Twitter page or by tweeting at any of us and we can send it to you directly. We also have a website, theluckydie.com, as well as an email, theluckydiepodcast at gmail.com. The Lucky Die Podcast is a member of the Spark Network. You can find them at thespark.network. I'd also like to give a shout out to Liberty Vigilance, an audio drama podcast started off as an actual play of the Liberty After role-playing game. Dialogue with NPCs has been replaced with voice actors. The story follows a team of volunteer citizens who discover a sinister plot that will shake the very foundations of Atreus. The latest episode, Getting Lucky, features our very own Velanda and Neil as members of The Lucky Eight. It's a great podcast with a lot of fun characters, so I highly recommend you go check them out. Lastly, and certainly not least, is I would like to announce that we are doing a giveaway on our Twitter for a signed copy of the D&D 5e starter set. The cast of the Lucky Die podcast, so all of us here that you enjoy listening to, have personally signed the box for the starter set. It contains everything you need to start your own adventure into the world of D&D with your friends. The giveaway is being conducted on our Twitter, so go check out the details on the pinned tweet on our page. In case you missed it, our Twitter handle is at TLDpod. Good luck and farewell. The Spot Network. Imagine what your idea can do. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.